0: Welcome to Let's Talk Tottenham. We're back after a two-week hiatus due to starting new work, but we're back just in time for the start of the new season and hopefully, hopefully Tottenham's title charge. Joined by two great guests. We've got Bobby Kay making his debut, coming a bit later on. Uh, firstly, Brian, how you doing, Brian? Been on here plenty of times.
1: I have indeed. I'm doing very good. Happy Tottenham Hotspur Premier League Eve to each and every one of us. Um... It is almost upon us, and I've just had a, a thing a few minutes ago. Chelsea have confirmed the agreement at Cucurella, so apparently I'm moving to Chelsea, uh, according to some people. So, uh, <laughs> but 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 yeah, so uh, it's all good, it's all good, and happy to be back on the channel, Chris.
0: Excellent, always a pleasure to have you on, and a debut for Coover as well. How are you doing, Coover? Thanks so much for coming on.
2: Is it a debut? I've got, I've got a oh, feeling I might have been on before one time, I can't remember.
0: There's no way Coover has not been on, there's no way <laughs> yeah. Cougar... possibly, uh, yeah.
2: Possibly, well, uh, I was on stream with you on another channel. Yeah. Certainly, um, it's a
0: debut for this season. It's a debut for this. <laughs> there we, season. Go. there, there we, we go. There we go. There we go. It's a transfer
2: window debut. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I've got a yeah. lot of people in the chat already. Eugene, how you doing, Eugene? Jens, Ryan, I'll try and get through them all and then read it as many out as I possibly can. I don't have super chats or super stickers, so hit that subscribe, get me up to a thousand. And then we can have super chat. So you're guaranteed. To get and the mag-
2: out. magic channel as well. Why not?
0: Yeah. And uh, yeah. yeah, if you want a bit of a change, Chris's magic on YouTube. Uh, I know kuvo was saying uh, backstage, he's, he watches everyone. I uh, really appreciate the support. Just slightly different, not football, nothing to do with football. Uh, just a bit of fun. So yeah, head over there. And on this one, hit the subscribe as well. Brian's got his channel. Uh, Bobby, who will be on later, has got his channel. That's all in the description. But at the end, we'll go through where you can find them and what we'll what you can expect. Uh, but let's start. The Premier League is back, Brian. Uh, every single fan of every single club is optimistic at the start of the season, and then certain clubs are optimistic until the end, and the other clubs are uh, optimistic until five minutes into the first game of the season. Uh, where are you with relation to Spurs' optimism for the start of the season?
1: I'm very optimistic. Very optimistic that we will finish third. Um that's how optimistic I am. Listen, hey, I'm just delighted football is back. And the, the 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 one good thing that comes out of this World Cup is there's a lot of football. To, we've we've lost it for, for ages. It's going to be non-stop until November. It's going to be non-stop and uh, just very, very excited. It, it's, there, there's two seasons in the world to me, football season and non-football season. So, uh, <laughs> so um, one season has ended and the best season has begun. So I, I am optimistic, though. I am. Yeah. We've got Conte still here, sir, so, so things can only be positive.
0: Yeah, and uh, please get your comments coming in. Like I say, hit the subscribe, hit the like. Really helps the channel. Uh, really appreciate it. Uh, Kuva, uh, where are you with the optimism, and, and what do you think we can achieve this season?
2: Standard for me, quadruples on.
0: <laughs>
2: um, it's always on. You, you've got to start with that mindset. Win everything. If you, if you don't believe you're going to win something, you're definitely not winning it. So, um, I think we've got one of the best managers in the world. We've made some decent sign-ins at the start of the window. I'm still optimistic we're going to add to it and bring in some real quality and have a hell of a go at things. Um, and then you've got to hope the win- the likes of the wheels fall off Man City and Liverpool, which could happen. It has happened before. And um, aim for 90 points. See if something uh something crazy happens. So I'm 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 hopeful of uh Let's why not? Let's go all the way. Let's let's dream. Let's let's dare. Let's do. So it yeah. seems to be familiar little words <laughs> for this club, but um I, I actually believe it. There's something about this season. It's uh it all started with um our mate Bob coming out of the coma. Um <laughs> it's gonna be his his first match back as a fan that uh, will be against Southampton. <laughs> and I've just got this feeling this this looking on the bright side stuff, it's infectious, you know. More time yeah. you spend around Bob, the more you realize, let's just enjoy the moment. You, know, you yeah. never know when things are going to be your last. And uh, it, it's just, it, it, it triggered with me the, the, all, all that emotion of, you know, live every moment of it. Let's go for it. League titles, cups, bring it on.
0: This, yeah, this, I, uh, what,
2: this is what we support a club for.
0: Yeah, I'm hoping to meet Bob at the game as well and yourself if uh, you're going as well. I haven't met you guys before. but uh...
1: Yeah, a bit hard for me to get there.
0: <laughs> well, I've met you before, and so I'll meet you again when you're back in the UK. But uh, just adding on to the stream, uh, you know, a last-minute substitution. Bobby, how you doing?
3: Good morning. Good morning, guys. Good morning. How you doing?
0: Yeah, you I'm good, talk? thanks. How, how good are you day, doing now?
3: Uh? Can't complain, man. Can't complain. The sun is shining, I think. I don't know. I didn't look outside. <laughs> it certainly is here. I, but... I, I, I just rolled over, looked at the time, turned the alarm off, thought I had hit snooze, rolled over five minutes later and went, oh, I got six minutes to get downstairs and get in shows show, so
0: <laughs>
3: I know I know how to do the quick beauty wash, but you know, can't be as pretty as normal. How you doing, buddy? <laughs> We're so buzzing from yesterday, man. I'm telling you, the kids had oh, yeah. such a laugh with you yesterday. Yeah, such it was a such laugh. great
0: fun, and, and yeah, yeah, I mean, your channel is is so different to all of the others. Really good fun. Really good fun.
3: we're we're Uh, going to be adding a little another mix here me and that fellow over there Sunday nights we'll start mixing things up there man looking forward to it
0: Bobby's channel is in the (laughs) Bobby's channel is in the description but uh, at the end he'll let you know where you can find it and everything like that but uh, in terms of the season Bobby uh, yes sir optimism Uh, everyone's optimistic at the start of the season and it depends on how your team do how quickly that optimism fades but uh, where are you with Spurs at the moment in terms of the optimism for the season ahead
3: you know, Brian, Brian knows me well, obviously, and Kuva knows me here. Brian and I watch the games together and stuff. He knows I'm I'm ninety 99% optimistic all the time, and I think sometimes it bothers him, and he's going to stop me one day. And,
1: uh, <laughs> especially not on our three-year anniversary, mate. It's our three-year anniversary tomorrow, so it's going to be a, a fantastic day.
3: Holding hands and cuddling exactly. at the pub. Skipping all oh, around the yeah. all right, my brother. Aw, oh, nice. I don't know about the skipping part. Things are tight still. So oh, back. hold your hand,
1: you're good with it. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, holding hands is fine. Okay, wicked. Uh,
3: let the back get better, and then we'll go skipping and dancing <laughs> in the streets in the rain, baby. Um, no, I'm, I'm I'm, really positive, only because of we actually did things this window. The only thing that obviously everybody, I think it's consistent, is that we did things so fast, and all of a sudden just hit the brakes. And we didn't address the areas that we need addressed. Um, there's still weaknesses and holes that we need filled. Um, that being said, though, I'm still gonna remain optimistic because if we can achieve fourth with what we had last year and and double and lacelso and winks in our midfield, I I'm of course I'm gonna remain positive. We've still got another three oh, weeks yeah, just over 3 weeks left in the window here so things can still happen money is there that war chest hasn't been dried up if if all the rumors are true that were to be believed um you know um leave you for life what can i say
1: Now you might get.
0: (laughs) Now you might get.
3: (laughs) And your reaction, but Kuba's eyes all of a sudden are big. What? He's about to change his name, Kuba and Fu Kang. Yeah,
0: (laughs) yeah. I mean, I mean, Brian. We'll move on to you quickly to stop having a fight Mm -hmm. occurring here. But uh, the optimism will stay if this kind of happens again with these three uh, and, and and you've got Richarlison to stick into that as well. I mean, Kulisevsky nine goal contributions, Kane 15, son 13 last season. And Kulisevsky's obviously is only for half of the season. Uh, That front three is, is is as good as Liverpool's was for me in their height. And now you've got Richarlison to add to it as well. Uh, Those three, possibly four are going to be imperative, right? This season, if we're to achieve anything.
1: So, so I think that those goal contributions are probably since Kulusevski came, um, because we all know oh, some yeah, got some a lot got more. Twenty-two goals. Yeah, well, yeah. be Before, are they? It, we, no. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> can, you, can you imagine? Just yeah. without, can you imagine without that Kulusevski and what would have happened? Yeah, where we would 30, have been?
0: Thirty-seven. That was just from January in that yeah. case, yeah. which is crazy. Imagine what they can do in a full season. Yeah.
1: They, they, they they, are electric together. They're, it's very... I mean, Sun and Kane have this chemistry that they've had for seven years or however long it's been that they've been together. And you sometimes get these players. Like, who would have thought Daniel, Swa- uh, Daniel Suarez? Daniel Sturridge and L- Luis Suarez would have been the perfect fit. Shearer and yeah. Sutton. Um, and Klinsman and Sheringham. There's these players that get it like that. And Kulicewski came in. And obviously, in the Conte system... Was the dream ticket, and that I, I I would say he's probably. I'm not just saying this bias. I I can't think of a January player that's come in in the Premier League in recent history that's come in and set the Premier League alight like this band did. Uh, immediately they are electric, and people used to say Liverpool were the most formidable front three. Well, with Mane gone now, and maybe it's Tottenham bias, maybe it's not. They are the most formidable, especially currently. Uh, front three in Europe, and I, I don't think defence is going to ha- be able to handle them. And we've got to remember, th- this game last season, uh, Southampton, Kulishevski hadn't even signed yet. Um, so he hadn't played a part in this game. And if they start the way they finished, the Premier League is in big, big trouble. Big, big trouble. And then, like you said, after, after his suspension, you add Richarlison to this. If one needs a rest or one gets injured or suspended, there is actually genuine, maybe not to the standard of Kane or the standard, but he's certainly, Richarlison is certainly better than a, a Janssen, a, a, a Lorente a Vinicius. Um, Premier League ready
0: as well, isn't he? There's exactly. No, uh, 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 Lorente was as well, to be fair, but he was getting on a bit. But yeah. yeah, but Charleston, been there, done that, got the t-shirt in terms of Premier League experience. And he's a fighter as well. We've added some genuine steel to that. Uh, yeah, Kuva, uh, do you see Richarlison forcing his way uh, as the season unfolds into that front three? Or do you think it's going to be mainly be those three there, Kane, Son, Kulu, and oh. then obviously rested, uh, injuries, whatever? Or do you see Richarlison being able to displace uh, one of them as the season progresses?
2: Uh, I think Richarlison's <laughs> every bit a uh, rotational player with those yeah. front three. Yeah, There'll be times we want to rest people, keep them fresh for certain matches, um, take the edge off. Even if some some games you take, you know, the likes of Sonny or Kane off with half an hour to go. Richarlison, I've got no fear of him coming on. I've, Conte, what Conte likes about him is the same thing I like about him. The man's a fighter. He knows how to roll his sleeves up and scrap for everything he's got. He's he's grateful to be a professional footballer. He he gives you everything because he knows what it's like to have nothing. He's got he's got humbleness to him. He's and he's got fighting spirit. He knows that fighting from the, everything he has from the time he was a kid on the streets and um, I think bring that to a, a team that's packed with talent already and you you add that quality to it it rubs off on other people as well um, as much as the, the quality of the likes of Kane and Sonny will rub off on him, his fighting spirit will rub off them mm-hmm. too, I think we're better for it, it's a better blend of players we've got up there with different qualities uh, and a bit more strength and we're not so worried about what happens to harry kane now now we've got somebody that can do that sort of role that can hold the ball up can add a bit of strength and aggression yeah. through yeah. the middle um sonny could play kane's uh, play instead of kane in front but it was a different setup uh, when he does it um we can maintain a style of football that um you'd associate with us uh, uh, at the moment with with uh instead of having a replacement for kane like lorente did we've got there that can rotate with all of those front yeah. three. That's really important. Yeah, but for me... Yeah, sorry, sorry. No, no go carry on. on. Carry on, carry okay. on. I was just going to say, um, we
0: were linked with Jesus and Vachalos, and Bich- Jesus can only play that front role with Charleston, all three, so it's the best side. Yeah, I think, I think
2: Jesus is a very talented footballer. I think he's actually going to do well at Arsenal, unfortunately. um. But he's not what we needed so much. We did need that um, the versatility that covers Kane as well as the others. Richarlison um, and uh, Jesus is more of a... He's a talented footballer, but he doesn't offer everything. And we needed somebody that really is the <laughs> jack of all trades up there. That is Richarlison. Um, but for me, the real key to it all, there's Basuma in the midfield. Yeah, and I think get, he's
0: let's, superb let's do, signing.
2: Yeah, let's let's do the comparison with what the Gunners are doing and they're getting carried away with everything. Um as <laughs> usual. But Bissouma is a player not just they wanted, they needed him and they didn't get him. He has really strengthened our midfield. He's that he's that player that cannot be pressed that players will bounce off. He's going to cause he's going to be an absolute nightmare for other teams. We've seen what it's like being on the opposite end of the of, of what he can do. He was destroying our midfield single handedly.
0: He mm. um, stopped so, Kane playing, didn't he? He can, he can do yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Every, for me, he can do everything in midfield. He can be that marshalling guy, he can be the driving forward runner. Yeah. For me, he can play the 50 yard pass as well. It wouldn't surprise me if he can string a game. Yeah, together, used, and run a game it used to be a case he didn't have the
2: it. pass in his locker, but he does seem to have that nowadays. He's developed he's a big part of a game he's developed. He's becoming a complete midfielder now. And we've got him, not them that's a big thing and then the icing on the cake for me is it's got to be Perisic what a player that is that is a player that and again if you compare it to the Arsenal team he just walks straight into their team any position literally any position except for goal maybe a central defense but I mean anywhere else he's he's top quality he is that good and people say oh well he's 33 You look at him. That's that's not your average thirty-three going around there with sort of, you know, battle scars from loads of hard seasons. He looks fresh. He looks energized. He looks very very fit. I think we've we probably got two or three years worth out of him easily. Yeah, I think um, Ben's
0: on the money here. Perisic is our leader now. Uh, just yeah. another one from him. Uh, we'll come on to this a bit later. Well, My two proper defenders, and we'll be going for the league. What are we waiting for? But we'll come on to that a bit later. Exactly. I just have
1: to say as well, I've been meaning to say since... Uh... Since Cuva mentioned Jesus uh, or Jesus, shall I say? It doesn't. It, it don't worry. I mean, if he get if he's feeling bad or getting a little homesick or whatever, I'm sure before Man City, Arteta will get him trained into blue moon and, uh, <laughs> and whatever will happen. I, I, I'm just looking forward to when they do that for next coming to Tottenham and they have to play. Stop crying, Arteta, um, around the speakers whilst he's up. Mate, do you know what? I just have to say, watching that thing, the funniest thing about that whole "you'll never walk alone" bit is when Arteta actually pitches it to his assistant. He actually goes, yeah, yeah, that's that's a really good idea, and I'm like, are, are you shitting me? But yeah, that, that's it's, that's it's, enough if to someone
0: put a picture of that on one of the uh, uh, oh, WhatsApp brilliant. channels, it's listed as a comedy. <laughs> oh, it's, it's,
1: it's it's brilliant. <laughs> Sorry, Brian, you watched the the All or Nothing. Of course, No, no, I watched the nothing or nothing. Is that oh, I called okay. it? OK. Yeah.
3: Nothing, well,
1: no, I, mean, I was nothing. just
3: wondering. No, I just saw that they were talking about there were so many views. It so, was like
1: I did put a tweet out because uh, the second one is called the North London Derby, which is obviously the one they battered us and we were shocking. And I actually tweeted Arsenal and uh, Amazon. I said, uh, I'm looking forward to seeing the sixth and final um, episode labeled Every Gunner is a Runner um you fake covid test and we thrust you in may uh if you want to start picking it there's such dro- oh the bastards but yeah let's not get let's not let's not talk about that filthy lot that i brought yeah. up so i apologize
0: i mean bobby, bobby you in it terms to yourself
1: of... <laughs> yes chris sorry
0: in terms of what Kulu was saying... Uh, Kulu? KUVA was saying there. <laughs> Sorry, KUVA. Uh, okay, okay. Koover... okay. I was going to say the
3: pretty <laughs> version of Kulu.
0: <laughs> in terms of what KUVA was saying there, we're comparing uh, our signings to Arsenal signings. My, my... Not issue with Arsenal, but my, my thing that I think... They've made some good signings, Arsenal, but they don't have any leaders there. We saw them at the White Hart uh, at the North London Derby, completely capitulated, and then their manager deer in headlights, and then followed it up with the same at Newcastle. We've got Richarlison who's a leader, Perisic, who's a leader, Kane, you could argue, is a leader, even Dyer as a leader. Certainly Romero and Basuma now as well, uh, and, and Skip been touted as a future Spurs captain. We, we've got leaders all the way through, and that's not even mentioning our actual captain, Lloyds. Yes. Uh, so. Terms of our signings, uh, who do you think will, will be the one who has the biggest impact? Or at the end of the season, we're going—that's our best signing this uh, this window. Obviously, obviously, there may be others that come in, but at the moment, there's six of them. Uh,
3: yeah, I, uh, out of the, out of the current crop, I, I I personally would pick Basuma only because I think he's just going to be phenomenal for us. He's going to be a difference maker in that midfield. Um, is he the creativity? Actually, you know what? I'm going to swap out. I'm going to go to Richarlson. I think I, I think he's going to have a great season with us, even coming off the bench and um, and and just being a little shit disturber coming in for the last 15, 20 minutes of the game, <laughs> uh, do, playing the cup games and everything. I'm really hoping, and uh, Brian and Kuva have heard this before from me, I'm hoping to see us put a number nine role in there somehow, somewhere, and even throw him in behind Kane and have him mm-hmm. just kind of run off and come off and overlap over Kane as as he holds the ball up and then just plays him in. I'd love to see that because I've, I firmly believe Mora should be a number nine because when he runs at defenses, he just he's just like that, that crazy little Mighty Mouse character from back in the day <laughs> that just used to charge straight forward. His tiny little thing just scares the hell out of people. And I, I used to love that, and I think Mora's great at that, and I think Richarlison could do that for us and do it very, very well. Yeah. And the difference between him and Mora is that He can actually let the ball go from out there and put it in the net.
0: I think the other difference is is Morva doesn't really have the discipline for me. Being played at right wing back, you have to have (laughs) discipline there, whereas we've seen Morva going all over the place, running around all over the place. You can't really have that. Whereas I think Michaloson probably does have that. Certainly Kulu has that. Uh, We saw that against Man City. But uh, I think there's also a possibility and... and (laughs) First fans won't like this because he's the best striker in the world. But you could put Richarlison up at the number nine, have Kane drop a bit deep and just the Messi role, do what you want. You know, don't worry about defending going. Because for me, he's the only one who can pass the ball. So in terms of what Ben Kaufman was saying by two proper defenders, I think one defender and then a creative midfielder, who that would be, I have no idea. But would you drop Kane back uh, and put Richarlison up there? Or do you think we lose too much by dropping Kane back? Who, Who are you talking to? Anyone, we'll go
3: with Bobby first and then we'll go around the uh, yeah. I, I don't think we'd lose anything. You could play Kane anywhere pretty much except for goal, and we don't lose anything when that guy's on the field. He's just quality and he can pass the ball pretty much from anywhere. His passes, his vision just seem to be getting better and better as he ages. He's aging like a fine wine. Um, the fact that now, knock on wood, he's gone two seasons with just the one injury. Uh, not you know, he was clear last year and the year before he had a few weeks, that was it. So, um is it time to let him slowly kind of slow down and maybe not put so much pressure on him and have him drop back in that position? I think he'd be able to do it, and he'd be able to turn into provider, no problem. Is it something he'd want to do? Is it something we as Spurs fans really want to see? I don't think so. I, I want to see him as our focal point up at the front. I want to see everything built and channeled through him. I want to see him score 40 goals. Um, I want to see him just hopefully put that mask on again at one point just for fun. Not for necessity, <laughs> just so he can rip it off after scoring a wonder goal. Um I, I yeah, I, I just want to I I think he can can he do the rule? Yes. Do I want to see him do it? No.
0: No. I think uh, after he gets Jimmy Greaves record, Brian he might want to do that. But uh would you yeah, p- would enough. you would you would you play that with uh Richarlison up there or would you want the Brazilian Darwin Huckabee up there, Lucas Moore instead? Or, or would you want none of that? Kane is our striker, leave him up there.
1: So, for Kane dropping deep in games. All for it. All for it. Starting him there, hell no. Hell no. Harry Kane is the world's best striker. The world's best finisher. So it doesn't matter what you do. You drop him deep, you're taking someone who is the best of the best out of his position. And all right, I will trust Sun. If it was one on one, 90th minute, do I trust Sun? Yes. Do I trust Richardson? Most definitely, I'd say, highly likely. I can't say 100% because we obviously haven't looked at them closely. But Harry Kane is ruthless. And Harry Kane, this season, is gunning to be England's record all-time goal scorer, which he's got three goals to do, so that's a shoo Tottenham's all-time record goal scorer, leading I'm this country to in. a World Cup and can end our trophy drought. Harry Kane is going, and we've seen it in pre-season, is going into this season hungrier than he ever, ever has been. And he is a beast ready to attack. And you don't go, oh yeah, you're ready to attack and you're that ready. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to play a bit deeper to try and free up people. It, Harry Kane is the best of the best. And if you take the best out of the best of anything and replace him and put the best of the best somewhere where he's still very, very good, you weaken the team. And for me, Harry Kane this season, I don't mind if it's like we're drawing and we want to bring Richarlison on for an extra attacker, then he drops deep. That no problem with, but to permanently play behind, so we can have it. A... No, 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 for me, hell no.
0: Yeah, and and Ku- uh, uh what we'll say you on this? Because uh, for me, he's our best passer in terms of not Eriksson, but what Eriksson could do—the fifty-yard passes, stringing the, pass, string the he's game. Better than Eriksson. Maybe Skip can is learning to do that. Although he's suffered a fresh injury, <laughs> maybe Basuma can do that. But for me, he's our best passer. Uh, but yeah, what, what would you do with Kane this season? Or would you just leave him up top and go get to record and get the golden
2: boot? Leave him up top. It's it's a natural progression. Well, not even progression with his game. Even when he was a youngster, the comparisons were there with Teddy sharing on it. They were there for a reason because he's always had this as part of his game. He always is able to drop deep and pick a pass. It's one of the most outstanding attributes he's had all the way through his career. Um, the fact that it's coming off more often now is what really gets the highlight reel going because he's got the likes of Sonny to feed off that. And, you know, without Sonny putting those chances away, though all those assists wouldn't have happened, would they? So it's it's very much a partnership between the two of them. And uh, we're, we're so strong for it in that regard. Um, uh, uh, what I, I'm interested in seeing is some of those games where we used to lose control of the midfield and we'd be mm-hmm. under pressure. We've now got the added option of playing a system where we might switch to a three-five-two, And we could have the likes of Kane and uh, uh, Richarlison up front, causing oh, a menace. Yeah. Uh, keep Sonny and Kulisevsky on the bench to come on later in a game. But have this com- combative midfield with uh, Basuma, the likes of Skip, Hoybia, and uh, Bentigal uh, being three absolute menaces to the other team. Don't let them settle on anything. This terrier-like chase everything down furiously, and you still have your little bit of quality on the wing back from the likes of Perisic to just create these chances on the break and that sort of thing. It's the sort of tactic I want us that the, um, I think we might employ against somebody like a Liverpool side um, because they've got so much uh, talent coming from the midfield and the fullback, wing back positions that if we just want to shut them down there and just put the extra numbers in and still keep a little bit of something up front, it was working for us. We did it against Man City. We did it against Liverpool. Um, Just stifle them. We can do that even more now with the likes of Richarlison, in my opinion. And then some of those games, won't be often, but some of those games, you can have the likes of Sonny actually on the bench and people go, what's Sonny doing on the bench? But if you're (laughs) saving him for the last half hour when people start getting a bit more tired and he comes on fresh... What a weapon that would be to unleash on the other team. Um, it, there, there, we now have options that we didn't have before. It, it's because we strengthen those that midfield position, we strengthen yeah. the forward positions. So um, as for Kane, let him do what he does. It, it, there's, there's no need to say just stay up in the opposition box. Why do that when he's got so much more to his game? It it's It's stifling him. Just say you've got the freedom to do it. There is the support behind there. There are people that will come in, the likes of Basumo's and um, When his passing is on for is on the um, top game, is actually pretty good at picking out some passes from midfield mm. positions. Um, he doesn't always do it, and that's when I start getting uh, frustrated by him because there's not a lot else to his game other than just the work rate. Um, Benson Core can do it as well. Uh, Skip we, is a very much a developing player, I don't think. I'd really note him for his passing or anything to do with shooting at the moment. He may we, develop i We
0: noticed a few bits with his passing, switching play. I think possibly last pre-season, not this one gone. But, uh, so maybe it's something he's been worked on. Obviously, the injury is going to hamper that.
2: But. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's one of these players. We don't know how he's going to develop. He could turn into be any sort of midfielder. Um, he might become a defensive type. He might become a box-to-box. We don't know. We'll see how it goes. See what it might be a case of what he feels is right for him, and it might be what Conte sees in him and develops him into. Um, he's, that's why he's like that exciting prospect, because we can see there's a skill set there. We want to see how it gets applied and how it, um, how it starts taking shape into the finished product. Um, so that's why it's so important we keep hold of him. I don't like all this business about yeah. swap deals involving Skippy. No way. We, I, don't, we think not, we, I don't, we don't think we'd
0: get rid of him at all. Can and I just let you know, and...
1: uh, a bit of... I think this may start getting... Uh, apparently, apparently, the Villa are about to offer £25 million for Tanguy Ndombele. <laughs> and I'm not joking. I'm just yeah, whoever, trying to get this confirmed. Whoever's but, nearest
0: London, go drive in there now.
1: Um, I'm literally... No, just leave trailer cheeseburgers. No, Chris, that's Monday you. one <laughs> uh...
2: did, did, it, did it have the pound sign on the 25 and the rest of it's debatable? Or...
1: There you go. Look, I'm even to read it. Look, one second. I'll read it one sec. Uh, this has come from Total Villa. Um, if there's a deal to be done that would suit Aston Villa and Tottenham, there's a real possibility that and Ndombele could end up at Villa as he's on, a, he's on Villa's list. And this has come from... Uh, Peter O'Rourke, who has 114,000 subscribers, sir. Uh, it's it's looking that, good. That'd be, it, it be good if that good. happened
0: because we need to get him out. I think he could. He's got the potential to be fairly toxic in that dressing room, certainly to the uh, younger players as well. Potential. He, even even if he turns
2: out to be does go to Villa and he turns out to be brilliant for them, it, we still need him out because he's clearly not going to do it for us, is he? Wait,
0: yeah.
1: just get him off the waste Absolutely. bill. Let someone yeah. else pay him 200 yeah. grand a week and yeah, then just, free it up.
0: Yeah, a couple of comments from Jason Bell here, firstly. Uh, if we're going to drop Jason. someone back as a position change, much rather it'd be yeah I think he probably would as well. He's got the discipline to do that. And Garnier and Dumbelais, please be sure <laughs> of, uh, yeah. Bobby. Bobby, in terms yes, of the sir. transfer window, three weeks left-ish. Uh, who else do you want? For me, a good central defender for competition there. We've got competition up top. We've got competition in midfield. Not really the competition for me in defence. So, one of those and a creative midfielder. Not really sure why we're going after this destiny guy when we've got other issues that we need to fix. But uh, yep. in terms of, uh, I know, Brian, you put uh, a comment on Twitter, a question on Twitter. Are we worried that we're going after uh, up-and-coming potential players again? Uh, I would be if we hadn't signed the likes of Basuma, Perisic, Michalosan, and we'd only signed Jed Spence, to. Up and coming player, so I'm not really sure why we need him, but I think we need a central defender, creative (laughs) midfielder, good ones to really, you know, be in that title potential title challenge conversation. But yeah, for you, Bobby, who, who, three Uh, weeks time, what do you want to see come in? Who do you want to see come
3: in? Upgrade to Dyer, at least somebody that's going to challenge him for his spot. That's the only position that we haven't addressed, really, as far as I'm concerned. If you look at our entire team sheet, that's the only place we have that we can't put a second name. And that terrifies me because
0: hmm.
3: now you were just here yesterday. You know how it is. Big K <laughs> loves yeah. his Eric Dyer, so I can't slag him off too much. But at the end of the day, Dyer's quality, but he's not the quality we need. Yeah. He's not the level that we yeah. want to go yeah. to. And it so, might
0: his level having someone else there to to not combat him, to, yeah, to exactly. compete with To him. challenge
3: him, to challenge yeah. him basically now. And, you know, how do we – I can see Richarlsson and Harry Kane's level being raised because they have to bounce off each other now. For the first time in, what are we at, eight, seven or eight years? Brian, you'd know that we've, we've been crying for a striker when we finally got one. Eight, eight, eight years Harry Kane hasn't had competition. Hmm. So now he's going to have competition. He's going to be even greater. But for me, centre-back, uh, you know, that stat you put up earlier from when, when Kulavest, yeah. uh, Kulisowski came in.
0: Let me bring it back up.
3: That that those numbers alone just from when he came in. That's it's just after he came man. in. You know, that's what what was that? Twelve games? Was
1: it 14 games? How many yeah, did I'll, he play yeah, even? I'm
0: not sure. Yeah, I'm not you sure. know, what? I even
1: think that's wrong. I think Kulisevsky got eight assists for some reason, not six, but it doesn't matter either way. I thought he had eight in the first like six games
3: or something.
0: But well, I've got anyway. the picture from Google, so it might be an outdated one, and you know, uh, that, yeah, that that was that was not
1: Kulisevsky, Kulisevsky's <laughs> debut. That's what he did. Yeah. He has a stellar debut.
3: <laughs> 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 that was his first game. Yeah. yeah. Google lies.
1: Um, I think we have firepower
3: up there, so mm. I'm not overly concerned. Yeah, I know we need to break down the low block. This, about we got Paris and Rashardson in, so that we have options now that we might be able to get through that. So our priority, as far as I'm concerned, is shore up that back line. I don't care if we're scoring seven goals; if we're conceding eight, it means nothing. So shore up that yeah, back yeah. line, give Romero somebody solid beside him, give him a Guardio, uh, Skriniar, uh, you know, he would be almost a perfect position because Langley and Romero can play the ball out. They can run up the field with the ball. We just need somebody that's going to sit at home right there, be a big brick wall, not let anything get by in the air or on the ground. And Skriniar, I think would fit the bill perfectly. Even DeVry, I would take, I mm. think he would be somebody that would And He's, he's cheap. What is he at? Like 15, 12, 15 million or something? And Inter need money. So, why have we waited on this one when it should be eh, a priority? I bit. don't know. That's mm-hmm. the only thing I'm pissed off about.
0: Yeah, Uh, just a quick comment before we move on to Brian's view. Uh, Five and eight for Kula. I'm assuming that's goals and assists. So yeah, Yeah, got an old photo and uh, someone who's been doing this over two years has obviously done his research very well there and got an out of date photo. Anyway, (laughs) (laughs) uh, you you got it wrong that they're better rather than you got it right and wrong and they're worse. (laughs) Um,
1: Yes. So but Either so, way,
0: that's an impressive, uh, even if uh, my photo there was right, well, still fairly impressive. Or, or you could have said, January.
1: you've won a prize because I wanted to see how alert Spurs fans were and if they were correct me. Yeah. That's just Sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm,
3: Sorry I mean, Brian, I mean, Alana's right there. Say good morning from us.
1: How did you see Alana?
3: <laughs> the reflection, oh, reflection in the- <laughs> I was
1: like, "What the fuck?" I snore in the kitchen. I was, like, I, I was just gonna say,
3: make <laughs> sure you tie her to put her
1: bathrobe. on But she comes wandering. It's that other
2: webcam we've got installed in your house, Brian. That yeah, I, I
1: swear people have got me chipped as well. I think when I fall asleep, sometimes working out a bit of a neck ache, I'm like, "What people put in me?" <laughs> yeah,
0: Brian. In terms of uh, transfer window until the end of uh, uh, August, isn't it? Uh, who do you want to see come in to really say we're Tottenham, we can have a title challenge here?
1: So it's four players in two positions, but I will be happy if one of them come in. One of them, uh, centre-back Skrinyar or Malinkovic and attacking midfielder Malinkovic, Savic or Madison. If one of them, one of them come in, preferably I want the centre-back first. Hmm. The centre-back has to, has to be in there. Um, Um, I I, I would love either of those two and a big up Chris brother Um, I would be really really happy or delighted if one of them come in if one of the defenders and one of the attacking midfielders come in I will be doing cartwheels down my road and the big problem (laughs) with this is I can't even do cartwheels so um, like your magic uh, channel I might start my own channel how to do a cartwheel and uh, see how coming down for that Oh mate! (laughs) uh, Yes, we will. uh, We will see what happens. But the uh, the plan is, uh, yeah. So the plan is. I was about to say the plan is I'm going to bring them both in. Um, No, like I said, (laughs) if one of them come in, and preferably the centre back, I'm going to be absolutely over the moon, over the moon. But that's the area that needs addressing.
0: Yeah, I, th- I think uh, central defender is more pressing than a creative midfielder, I think, uh, Coover. But uh, for you, how, what would you rate the transfer window at the moment and what would make it 10 out of 10 for you? For me, it's those two in, central defender, creative midfielder and get Ndombele out at all costs. So for me, that would be a 10 out of 10 window. But what, what would make a 10 out of 10 for you?
2: 10 out of 10 uh, for Coover. me would be a cu- couple of central defenders in, couple of wing-backs in, creative spark up from um, another another uh, right winger striker type, with some sort of electric pace or trickery to their game. I mean, we're talking on realistic amount of new signings in to make it a 10 out of 10. But, um, <laughs> uh, I would settle for definitely a commanding centre back, somebody who's aerially absolutely dominant. I think we missed a, a big trick with uh, Sven Botman, Newcastle signing him. Um, he would have fitted the bill, but there are plenty of others around that fit the bill too. Um, Milenkovic at uh, the, uh, uh, the, uh, the back, the defensive Um Yeah. The fits the bill. He's another giant player that could yeah. c- certainly add to that um, yeah. weakness. Our, but we do big, have Big there.
0: issue is defending set pieces, aren't they? That's how we mm. conceded to Roma. It's one against K League. Can't remember the Sevilla goal. Um,
2: as, long, as long as you have at least one fella back there who's going to be dominant. Um, yeah. I, I think you're, you're in a good good place at that point. Yeah. Um, uh, I think otherwise. It, it's the Conte system. It's so there's so much dependent on having great wing backs, quality attacking wing backs. As far as I'm concerned, we've got one and a half at the moment. Perisic, who's undoubted quality, yeah. and Jed Spence, I think, could turn out to be great for us. But he's still unknown because he's literally stun tested at Premier level. I yeah. think he's got the attributes that uh, that excite me at least. He's uh, Can beat his man, and he's an attack attack minded uh, wing back. Uh, Interesting debut he made was the what caught the eye was the defensive action that he made straight away. It was the the chasing somebody back, making a good Mm. tackle as they got into the box. He's
0: young, isn't he? He's got a real good engine on him, getting up and down, up and down, which is a, a kind of. Oh, it's an yeah. essential quality, <laughs> an essential quality for a Conte wing back, isn't it? Up and down, up and down
2: it is. It is. Funny enough, same with uh, Pochettino, wasn't it? But um yeah. we yep. started signing players that didn't have the pace as much yeah. as we liked Trippier. He was not a Kyle Walker, was he? Um, no, no. Uh, so I like I, Trippier, I think-
0: though. I like Trippier.
2: Yeah, it was at least he was attacking minded and he could put a he ball across the ball. Yeah, up. I think yeah. what we had
0: in those days was we had Wanyama and Dembele. Dembele, one of the most underrated yes. players in Premier League mm. history, and Wanyama, just a beast, were literally there to just shield that defence when Walker, Rose, uh, uh, Trippier, whoever was playing there, went forward and was, and then the front four just do what you do.
1: Yeah, Christian, and Josh we have that stability there
0: to be allowed uh, to for those players to have that. Expression of just in intent, many, which we in don't many ways, have at the moment.
2: yeah, in many ways, that's what we're trying to recreate now, isn't yeah. it? With Basuma coming in to strengthen the center at the center of the park, uh, uh, yeah. and yeah. we're looking to strengthen the central defense that allows those wing backs to get forward more. If you allow Perisic to get forward more, that is a very good thing, definitely. Yeah,
0: yeah. He, I think with before, him, he could, he could. Not take him aside, but he could have a real influence on Sessignon, I think. So, I think Perisic is a massively important signing, not just because of what he provides, but what he can help Sessignon. And Jed Spence as well. I know it's the other side, but it's the same position, essentially.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I I, I just have to say, back on what you were saying, to me, that last (laughs) season at the lane, and you talk about that midfield partnership, I know Harry Kane got the golden boot and scored all these hat-tricks. To me, our player of the season that year, and he only had one decent. It was Victor Wanyama. Mm. That guy, that season, if we had got him a couple of seasons earlier to play with, uh, to play with Dembele, Jesus Christ, I think Leicester would have been caught. Cool. In all honesty, I think mm. if we had had Wanyama a season before, we would have been champions because those front were doing what they did, and with Dembele, if oh my God, that guy, that guy was just unbelievable for that mm. season. And, but like again, back to Perisic, you everyone said about the marquee signing or the, the signing. For me, it's always been Perisic. This guy, you were just saying what he's going to bring on and off the pitch. Um, The experience. I've always said, I said it like before... And I, he's a winner, was,
0: isn't he? An a, absolute exactly. winner. I would, inside
1: out. I would have cared during Poch or Harry Redknapp's time or whatever when we we're flying. If we had signed two 32-year-olds at that kind of elk where they'd won a league, uh, whatever they'd done it, been in Champions League finals, been in World Cup finals, to just be there and say, right, this is the experience. This is during this game. Just sit, rip, just hold tight. Don't do anything stupid. We would have been so much better. It, he even Perisic is a, a stunning signing, and I would go as far to say he will probably be in the Premier League team of the season by the end of the year. Yeah. That's yeah. how vital and uh, how how incredible this signing is.
0: Yeah, yeah well, I loved about the. Band, the... Oh. Sorry, what I just quickly what I loved about it, and you you mentioned it earlier, Kuva with his age, uh, fans saying I don't want him, he's too old. But they're the same fans who wanted Bale, who's you know ten months between him. But yeah. <laughs> absolutely ridiculous. Right.
2: But yeah, sorry, Koover. I'm, I'm sure there's some point. fans that still want uh, Jermaine Defoe to play, but um, <laughs> <laughs> you get you get attachments <laughs> to players, and uh, I understand that. But um, it, if if when people take the rose tinted glasses off, you've you've got to um. have a more realistic view of the team sometimes. But, um, yeah, I I get all of that. It's what fans are supposed to do, really, isn't it? Yeah, I think with Perisic and players of that ilk in particular, uh, when they're coming to our our league, a lot of them you say, oh, they're just going for that last big payday and things like that. Um, With Perisic, I get the feeling he wants to come over here because he wants to win that league title under Conte and say, there, I've had a fantastic career. Yeah. Now I've gone over and I've helped Spurs win the league as well. Look at that! And what? Yeah, that—that's the type of player Perisic is. That's the type of manager Conte is. If we're if we're settling for just top four all the time, he's not oh, yeah. going to be happy.
0: Oh, if we get fourth, Conte will be furious because we got fourth <laughs> last year. That's done. Yeah. We want to get higher this time. And, and yeah with Perisic coming in, we thought it would happen with Bale, but he was only really there to get fitness for the world cup or, or the, the Euro. Sorry. Perisic instantly training standards would have boosted up now because there'll be no, Oh, you know, I feel a little bit tired. I'll stop. No, you don't. You'll you're stop when you throw up. Yeah. Because that's what I do. at or you that's die what I do it. at Croatia. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, just quickly from Carl, Carl Simpson, uh, he thinks we're going to get two defenders, central defenders, and a Cam <coughs> remaining optimistic. I'd be if delighted you, Carl,
1: at, remain optimistic, and, brother. And
0: get. I bet start car wheeling, then. Yeah, and I'm assuming KM Hong is, uh, uh, yeah, start practicing, bro. Yeah. And, uh, I'm assuming this is relating to Jed Spence. Hope Conte lets him start at least against weaker teams instead of Emerson all the time. I think Emerson is now down to third in the pecking order.
3: You know, it's funny you, you bring up uh, just quickly sorry Chris with the jets Spence right. thing and 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 um, yeah, Kuva was just talking about uh, Conte possibly winning the league and everything and maybe tying himself down to Spurs. Somebody had a very interesting point regarding that Destiny uh, kid that uh, we're looking at the mm. left wing back there. He and, and everybody's saying that's a Levy signing, that's a Levy signing, but apparently Conte's the one that told Perišić to get Perišić to get this kid. He wants him. So, if this kid is not going to be ready, if we're going to immediately loan him back and he's going to not be ready for at least one season right there because he's gone. Hmm. So, if we're looking at him for two or three seasons from now, is Conte setting himself up? Is he building his team for the future for himself now? Is that yeah. one of those things that, you know, well, could, is, is, is potentially the case? And I thought it was a great point when it was brought up to me. I never even considered that angle personally. So, I thought, you know what, if that's the case, I'm, I'm – I'm all for that signing then, by okay, all means. Yeah. But I think I wouldn't have a problem if Conte put pen to paper first and said, I'll be here for five years. Mm-hmm. Then let's start worrying about your you know, players that we're going to involve yeah. in your project two or three years from now. But if we don't know if you're going to be here, I think it's a bad, bad gamble for us to be buying players that are going to fit his system down the road. Yeah,
2: absolutely. The, the, trouble, we- the trouble I have with that one, that particular story is, look at what happened with Jed Spence. We're first told Conte wants him. Conte wants him. Yeah. Then turns out it wasn't Conte that wanted him. It was the club signing. Is this the same sort of deal? Because
1: yeah, if it's enough. a
2: case of they're buying them now and then loaning them back, for me, that's not what Conte wants, is it? He wants to improve the team right now. now. Yeah. That's um, what I was saying at the time. It, it's, it, to me, that reeks of a Daniel Levy-type signing. Of, of course, clubs have got to do that. You do plan for the future as well. But you can't say that one's on the manager. Wants the team improved right at this moment. I can't believe Conte's thinking. I want to be here uh, in a year's time, so I want this one for a year's time. He's going to say no. Get me somebody right now. I can put into the team immediately. I want these uh, title. I want the title on the in, the, in touching distance as soon as possible. Um, yeah, it, it just doesn't ring true to me.
0: Yeah, a couple of comments in here. Uh, Carl's calling him Disney, great player, but I want him to sort out our team, our team before we buy loan backs. Absolutely. Yeah,
3: that's Cam and that's what I was saying. Point. Let's worry about our starting eleven yeah. before we start worrying about who's going to be playing in our starting eleven. Maybe five years from now.
1: Yeah. yeah, I think I've been saying that for about fourteen years. But but let's move on from that that particular um.
0: Yeah, just i these I, co- a okay. just for
1: <laughs> I know I've got to make myself clearer. Cougar.
3: Yeah, you got to be a bit more transparent, bro. It's, you know hard, what, to honestly, read, you're, it's hard to read you sometimes. I, I, I often really get told
1: that is. I'm yeah, very sitting on the fence, Brian. Say what I, you mean. But I'm very audience. misunderstood. I, yeah, that's... It, it,
0: <laughs> you just, you just gotta get it out, let it out. Let it, go,
1: let it go, let it go. If what I got do.
0: interesting comment from Brian. Problem with Conte signing a long contract, Levy may turn back to his old ways. I think that's a good point. The, the difference is, it may he may well have signed a contract. He doesn't need the money, so he'll just walk out, of Conte, if things aren't happening. It won't be, well, yeah. I'll leave at the end of the contract. And ben, can you I see me? Can you see me start,
1: start to turn shade of green and get bigger?
0: <laughs> and Ben saying what uh, quite a lot of people I would imagine are thinking. I believe it's Conte signing if he signs a four-year deal. Signing screams Levy. But uh, <laughs> in, in terms of transfers, we do actually have a game oh, on Benny. Saturday, Brian. Uh, Southampton. Uh, this question here, obviously, there's one oh, obvious yeah. answer here, which is James Ward-Prowse. But Southampton's danger men. Uh, this fixture last year, lost three-two after being two-one up. We let James Ward-Prowse have free reign of a crossing ball and then lost 3-2. He's obviously their danger man, which because of his abilities with set pieces, any free kicks we give, that's a danger. Corners are a danger, certainly with the fact that we can't defend them. Uh, but aside from Ward Prowse and what he brings in the set pieces, are there any other danger men that we you, you think Conte will be saying, keep an eye on them? Obviously, Che Adams, I would have thought, will play up top, who is is is. He never gives you a second, does he? Uh, Jay Adams will always run, always Harry. Uh, But for me, keep Ward-Prowse quiet. You've got a real good chance against Southampton. But uh, danger men for you, for Southampton.
1: Well, it's kind of it. But for me, it is James Ward-Prowse. Don't get wrong. Southampton, when they're on form, play lovely football. Hassan Hulham has them uh, playing good stuff. But that game, we performed badly in the second half. We performed badly. And the thing is, you gave the best... Cross of the ball in the league, probably. <laughs> uh, when you say, when you say, I'm, I'm sure Conte would have said, whatever happens, whoever is closest to him, do not give him space on the ball. And then what happened twice in three minutes is the Spurs, Spurs players probably got their uh, set square or their, their ruler out and said, Oh, wait, wait a minute. I think you're a bit closer. I think you're closer. You, you, you go. you." And then by the time you do it, it's too late. You give him two. he just showed you give him two chances like that. Two goals. Um, <laughs> And I think, I mean, I know this this game for me would have been, and it's so typical. He's got a slight injury. I mean, we are Tottenham TV has just tweeted or a little bit earlier that apparently Basuma is fit, but he may not be on the starting 11. He may be on the bench. Um, for, me, mean, for, me,
0: for me, that's not a bad thing because mm-hmm. if I was in Conte's position, that front ele- top 11, first 11 that played last season against Norwich should start because they're the ones who got you into Champions League. It's up to the new players to force their way in. Uh, obviously, Charleston is exempt from that because
1: he's suspended for the first game. But it... uh, you'd rather see. Well, put it this way: with, with James Ward-Prowse, I, I, I think what would have been perfect was Basuma to, to do what he did to Harry Kane when we lost at home to Brighton. Yeah. Just literally say, "Right, I am following you like a shadow, and you ain't getting a kick of the ball." That's what you need to do. But in, in, in regards to starting, we, we we did a straight out of Conte yesterday, and uh, Conte said, "Listen, I am," which I loved. He goes. With Perisic, he's coming back from this injury. I don't know if he's he's fully fit, but I'm not risking. I, I I'm not taking risk with my players. He's not going to risk rushing them back for long term for short term game, but long term uh, failure. So I'd rather a uh, Perisic starts on the bench and has his debut against like full debut against Chelsea, where we know how bad we've been with getting forward, and he is the outlet that we can use. So if Perisic is 100% fit, I see him playing. I do see him playing and I think rightly so above Sessignon uh, and I'm a Sessignon fan. Um, but yeah, I, for me, it, it's stop JWP and you've got a half a chance or more than half a chance.
0: Yeah. I mean, Coover uh, after what happened last season, Conte will be drilling into these players all week. Do not let that guy cross the ball. If he's looking like he's going to cross the ball, put your foot onto the bloody ball and stop it coming in. Uh, and And, Do not give away stupid free kicks or or corners in silly areas. Uh, He'll be drilling that into them, right? And uh, you've got to imagine. But who else is the danger man for you? And and who would you start with?
2: Um, Well, for us, I think uh, we're we're probably going to be looking very much starting the team that finished the season, I think. Bassuma, there's a doubt over him, or he's not playing the first first game, is he, or something like that? He's picked up some sort of injury. I think the only difference will be Perisic is going to be ready, so that that will be the uh, that'll be the big change. Otherwise, pretty much what we are. Uh, oh, and um, Langley, of course, is going to come in for Davies. Otherwise, yeah. it's what we've seen before because of uh, mostly because people aren't quite ready. Jed Spence, I don't believe is ready, um, and I don't think. Uh, that uh, uh, Richarlison is going to force his way straight into the team. I think he'll come off the bench at some point. So I think we kind of know what to expect from our own team. But Southampton have become interesting again to me because uh, we're talking about James Wall Price as though he's the only real danger. And for me, they made a hell of a signing that's gone under the uh, radar, and that's a rebo that they got from uh, uh Rangers. He's an incredibly attacking midfielder. He's, he's loads of assists. He's got goals in him as well. And he's the sort of uh, player that, that that Southampton tend to do. They tend to get these ones under the radar or youngsters that they bring through. And they turn out to be cracking players. I've got a feeling this is going to be one of them. He could be one of the uh, signings of the season, in, in my opinion. Um, nobody's talking about him. Suits them perfectly at the moment. Because he'll just sort of hit the scene um hit the scene running and offer something. Uh, whether he starts in the first game, I don't know. I haven't checked anything about fitness levels or yeah. injuries or anything like that. But they do the, the point being is they are not a one-man team. They're a very hard-working unit. We've seen that. Um there are danger men among the among them. Um their real weakness, in my opinion, would be the strikers. They haven't got those clinical top of the range uh, sort of strikers that some of the big boys have got like ourselves. Um Can they uh translate that? Those air times of dominance with them in the match and those quality balls from uh the likes of Price and uh, Rebo and, and make them count. Don't know. I don't know. All I know is they will give us a fight. It's going to be a tough game because that's what Southampton do. They swarm all over you, stop you playing, and create something. Uh, we, we've got to be on on our a game to beat them. Um, I was going for like a you know it being like a one-all to start with, because I, I just think there's a, there's enough about them to create a problem. But the more I thought about it, now nah, we're at home, we'll squeak a two-one. And then of course you listen to Bobby, uh, you know, Bob Spur come back, and it's like, what's he all about? It's the four-one. And I'm thinking, <laughs> you know what. Let's 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 just believe in a bit of fate. It's his first game back. Watching, let's have a four-one for Bob, and then yeah. I'm thinking, yeah, yeah. Let's just let's just go yeah. out. take that take that positive attitude right away through the season. So I think we know what's coming from us in this game. Southampton are more dangerous than people give them credit for.
0: Yeah, I mean, Bobby, uh, this is a real, real chance. A, a lot of non-Spurs fans, are not tipping us for the title, but like dark horses. This is a real, real opportunity to give them something to talk about, right? And really put Southampton to the sword, really go out from the start and then go, okay, maybe we are title contenders. But like Kuva said, on on paper, we should be winning this game, but you you don't win win on paper. You don't win on paper. You have to earn your wins. And if we don't defend properly, if we don't close down properly, they'll cause us problems. They'll cause us problems. So how do you think Conte will settle kind of set up with this is someone on ward prouse and 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 the uh Reba, um or do you think it'll be keep the ball more than you did last season and be clinical
3: How i honestly set up uh first off i i've just got to address ben kaufman's uh uh comment here um because he said poppycock and I'm uh, sorry, I just had to start giggling. <laughs> Carl mentioned it right away. I haven't heard that in a while. And I, I had a co- I have a cousin in England that used to use it all the time. And he, he just took me back 30 years. So it, it's, thank you for that, Ben. You brought back some some old memories there. It's, I'm going to have to give her a call later on just based on that one. Um, I think Conte's at the point where he... For as much as I love him, I think he's the kind of guy that's set in his ways and a little bit stubborn and almost borderline arrogant where he's not going to care what the way somebody else is set up. He's going to set up the way he wants to set up. So that being said, we've just got to go in there and play our football. My biggest fear is, God forbid, we do not get three points tomorrow. I could see that being so detrimental in our fan base and the wheels come off immediately after one game. So we need to get in there. We need to come out guns blazing. We're at home. Um, they lost a very, very big piece of the puzzle at Southampton. They're attacking frontman Broja, Broja, Broja—however you say it—is gone. He's, he
0: either scored the second or the winning goal last year, didn't he? After a Ward Prowse free
3: after the free kick, he, yeah. Which
0: goal it was?
3: So their main danger man is gone now. Kuva brought up a very good point. I com- completely forgot about them getting that kid from Rangers yeah. as well. And they do very smart business. So who knows how that guy is going to come in and 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 what an impact he'll make. But I think because we have the ability to score goals and our fears on the back line and they don't have somebody that's really going to challenge our back line outright, it's going to be the midfielders that push up. I think with Hoiberg and, and Benton in there, uh, and maybe even bringing in Basuma later on and going to a three-man midfield, we'll be able to shut them down. So we just need to come out first. Um, attack, 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 of course, is, is is my thing. I'm hoping to see Parrott should start on the right wing back. Um, that's really the only thing I think is our biggest weakness on the field currently that we need addressed. Uh, Royal can't cross the ball if his life depended on it. Uh, Doherty's <laughs> still coming back from injury, so we don't know if he's really 100% right now uh spence for some reason isn't being given a shout he didn't get a chance against Roma at all which was i was surprised with i thought he'd get a few minutes mm-hmm. at the end at least or even a few at the beginning just to help build the young man's confidence up a little bit um it'll be interesting to see what happens i'm hoping we go into that half five nil up and then we can bring on spence and and mm-hmm. start bringing in uh the, the guys that we would consider the ones that are going to be looking to change the game for us bring in Richardson, bring in spence bring in uh uh, well, Longley will probably be starting. Uh Fa- Fraser Forrester, obviously, that's not an option, but uh. I, I just want to see us come out guns blazing tomorrow, because I'm very, yeah. very nervous that if we don't, when I'm sitting beside that fella at the pub, <laughs> un- I, I, un- Uncle F-Man might come out and then <laughs> the poor kids come home traumatized, crying. Oh, Uncle Brian, it's so scary. Well, actually, no, the little one just laughs, but uh, yeah, I, I, I just hope we come out guns blazing. That's it. Yeah. That's, I think a simple. home game. Get the goals, home game, pump up that crowd, get the energy up, feed off them. You know, the energy we created going towards the end of the season in mm. that stadium, we felt it over here watching the game on TV. Yeah. So, it's it's going to be amazing. That 12th man thing in there is going to be a major, major impact for us this season,
0: I think. Yeah, I mean, it might be beneficial as well. I think Chelsea's the next game, isn't it? Away from home, which... Yeah you've got to be on your game there, but, um, it might be beneficial. It you might be to... beneficial to start some of the new boys or certainly give them like half hour in this Southampton game. Cause we are at home certainly for winning. So they've got a bit of experience playing in it rather than yeah. their debut being away from home at Chelsea. Yeah. But obviously depends how the, the, the game pans out. If it's a real tight game, you can't be not risky substitutions, but trying things out. Cause you've got to try and win the game. But, um,
3: could you imagine these guys—the the hype that they'll get and the inner energy that will build inter- internally for them if they come on to that field and the reception mm. they receive in front of the home fans in front of a sold-out stadium? Yeah, you know that's the fans gonna, are going to be on
0: form anyway, aren't they? Cause the start of the season yep. completely optimistic because of what happened last season home yeah. game,
3: and we should be, yeah. and we have every right to be, as far as I'm concerned. If you're going in there, I, I I don't care what team you support, you'd never start the season at uh, the first game of the season. no, uh, this season's going to be crap. <laughs> We're going to be shit. We're going to lose every game. Well, go support somebody else then if that's your mentality. Yeah. If if you're that hell bent that you need to support somebody that's going to win all the time, go support Bayern Munich. You know, I like, you know, <laughs> well, don't know what to tell you. You know, if you can't handle losing, if you can't handle some of the ups and downs, then it, it, it jump off the train, man. Yeah,
0: uh, Brian, uh, two huge differences this season I compared said, to uh, last season. Uh, two huge differences, which... Ah, hello.
3: Why is she wearing oh, a collar I'm... of shame?
1: <laughs>
3: Why have you got her in a collar of shame?
2: You're muted. We can't hear no, we you. can't hear you.
0: No, we honestly can't. No,
2: we really can't hear you. All I see is... Oh, wait, that's baseball. No.
0: Yeah, we honestly can't hear you, Brian.
2: Ha, that one was convincing. That's good better.
3: job, <laughs> lads. Yeah, good one. Yeah, I get no idea. Yeah, yeah. You know when he comes back, we're definitely going to carry this on now, right? Yeah, it is Chris's magic. On here. Can, we, can we just can we all just disappear and pretend we're in Chris's magic or something? Or...
0: <laughs> uh, we'll come on to you, then, Kuva. Two two huge differences this season is. We've got to manage the league and the Champions League. They yeah. sent the yeah. Europa Conference League where you can play your second string and the five subs. Uh, so the five subs is huge. Uh, let's can see you hear me there. now? Pardon? Yeah.
1: Thank you, Koover. Yeah. Oh.
0: Did you say something, Brian?
1: I'm not going through this again. again. Oh. <laughs> Bob gave me PTSD as in Bob's for last time. I, that's why I always have this now. And I actually check it so I could see if you go to
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, mean,
3: uh, I could not hear you
0: <laughs> yeah. So we'll, we'll come to you Brian again I'll just ask who for this but we'll ask you Because I did start asking two huge differences this season We've got to manage the league and Europe uh, No Europa Conference League to play the second string This is Champions League so You're going to be playing your top team there And the five subs in the league which is huge now You can really rest players without Changing the team too much or like We've already alluded to you can completely change Your formation and tactics. Do you think we'll see a lot more subs getting half hour? Certainly in the games before and after the Champions League, just to keep things fresh. And and with with Richarlison back, could even be Kane coming off for a half hour rest. And and obviously, if the games are there to be won and are still tight, Kane probably ain't going to come off. But if the games are won, normally last season Kane was still playing ninety minutes. Yeah, he'll be going for Jimmy Greaves record, but you want to be in all competition. So do you see a lot more subs half hour and a lot more of the big hitters coming off the games before and after Champions League?
1: Yeah. You you look at people always go back to Manchester City. All right. They've got a hell of a lot more quality than us. Uh, It's undeniable. But Kevin De Bruyne is the only one that played over 30 games. Did you hear any? Did you hear any of them getting pissed off or saying, oh, I'm not happy. I'm not getting first team football. No, they're winning games of football. They're winning trophies regularly, annually. Um, and this is, this is what it comes to. Uh, if Harry Kane's pissed off at coming off for, for, uh, with 25 minutes to go, I love that you're pissed off, Harry, because you want to stay on the score. But I'd rather not have you for 25 minutes when the game's won than you stay on for that 25 minutes and uh, do your ankle in again and you're out for three months. They, the boys have got to learn. This is, uh, Conte didn't have a choice in the last season. He, he regularly said we have 13 players at the end of the season. And he can only trust literally 12 of them, 13, 13, those 13 at max. Um, well, now he's got strength in depth. And that's the thing. It's, it's the squad that win your titles, not the first 11. And these boys have got to learn. And you know what? These boys want to go to the World Cup. Whether they agree with where it is or whatever, that's a different question. They want to go to the World Cup. So you think around October and everything, they're going to be concerned about picking up, they're concerned about picking up injuries and being overplayed is going to be on their head as well. Um, so Harry Kane, I know you're going to get the record this season, but if a game's won and you've got yeah. two goals and you're pissed off you didn't stay on for a hat trick, well, I'm really glad you're pissed off. But you'll be you'll thank Conte in the end, yeah, because you get more of a season. You're not on the treatment table. You don't need an operation. Yeah, just Threat, this is what the boys are Exactly, exactly.
0: Yeah, and, and Coover, he's going to have to be rested anyway, isn't he? Because <laughs> he's going to be playing a full season and, fingers crossed, a full World Cup as well. Uh, same for, uh, well, Lloris is in goal, but so that, that's not as kind of a thing. But some will be playing as many World Cup games as uh, uh, Korea can. Denmark with Hoiberg as well, uh, various others, various others. Uh, So, yeah, there there will be restings, won't there? Do do you think or or do you think Conte will use the five subs differently to change formations and and tactics mid-game?
2: It's it's definitely going to be resting bodies, um, without doubt. Um, the, The reason Kane played so many games last season is because there's one thing about Conte's teams that is true at all times, and that's one word, control. Now, if Kane isn't playing to hold the ball up at the other end of the pitch and we're relying on sonny and say a, a last season a bergwine someone like that they are your sort of players that go be, that play off the the shoulder of the last man and they they go they stretch the teams they go beyond that they need the ball into their path that's not holding on to the ball that's potentially giving the ball away to the opposition the like why i think we're hanging on to the likes of lucas mora and harry kane so important is you can play the ball into their feet they won't lose it. It will stick. You give yourself control in that third of the pitch. The addition of Richarlison is incredibly important for that point of view because now we can rest Harry Kane at times because there is another player in there to offer that sort of strength side of the game. He can have the ball into his feet and fight for it. He won't easily lose it. Um, when when you can do that, we um, without doubt for me, you will see the likes of Harry Kane. Some games he might not even start them. If he, if he needs the rest that week, he'll give, get given the rest. If he needs to come off after about an hour and Richarlison gets the last half hour, we're going to see it. It's it's all about game management. When we're saying the big difference is we're now looking at two games a week because it's Champions League and that's so much more important than, say, you know Europa Conference League. Um, yeah, this is being a big team. Deal with it. That's what we've got to do. Manage the squad. That's what a manager's there for. Keep them all happy so they know they're not going to be doing every minute of every game. Uh, Harry Kane and uh, Son Min are gonna have to just deal with the fact that they will get pulled off the t- off the pitch sometimes when they're looking for goals when they're looking to break records and things like that. It's part of what being a big club is. That's why you have a big name manager who can deal with these situations. Conte will know that and the players will respect Conte enough to follow to you know not kick up a fuss. They're professionals. At the end of the day, there's no. I don't see any sort of whining little crybabies in this current squad we've got mm. that that are in, involved with the first team. The the ones we did have getting out the door, um, the the little sulky players are on their way. Uh, I have no doubt about it whatsoever. Um, so I think we're we're in a good state going into this season with a possibility of more rotation than we could have done last season. This is very good signs. I'm thrilled at the fact we are bringing so many players in before we started worrying about getting players out the door as well. Because um, before that's what holds us up. That's why we get last minute panic buys because we've taken so long to sell players on. We've changed that this season. It's a really good sign that Levy is uh, listening to the needs and wants of uh, his director of football and the manager. Um, let's hope this continues. But I I think uh, a few more signings and that's this rotation that we're a little bit apprehensive about at the moment, getting two more, three more great players in, that suddenly becomes a very, very healthy little roundabout system where you've got quality out, quality in. Um, That's what we've got to be building for. It doesn't have to be world-class players, but they just need to be very good at a high level. And when people are saying about, um, uh, sorry, big big K will have to cover his ears, but Dyer isn't good <laughs> enough. <laughs> he's, he's just uh, <laughs> we, we've got we've got to go higher level than that. Dyer's uh, will be okay for this season as sort, sort of come in on some games, rest some players when you need to. But surely we need that that, that we need that kingpin at the back, the the rock type player that's uh, wins everything in the air. You can't get past him. The one that sticks out at the moment that's such an obvious target would have to be screenier for me um, just because of the situation at Inter. They've surely got to sell. We do need somebody like that. Um,
0: Maybe they're hoping to try and get things sorted and then come the end of the window last week. Like, OK, it's not. We're going to have to get rid of him and then we get him then, which obviously is great for us. But you can only get a player if the uh, selling club are willing to sell him.
1: Absolutely. Generally, there's, there's if he's in though, contract, it?
0: it's generally on their terms. Which, yeah, it's just the way it is, really.
2: Lots of them out there, though, isn't there? It doesn't have to be yeah. screener So, um, yeah, I'll, I, I think a just lot more earlier. will
0: happen. Still, three weeks left.
2: Yeah, let's let's hope we do something. I think we're going to be struggling if we don't sign any more players, though. Hmm. I
0: Definitely.
2: think then it does become an issue having Champions League and going for the league. But yeah. um, let's let, fingers crossed. I'm, I'm remaining positive. I think we've done the right thing in the window so far. Let's just see it through, get the extra players in that are needed. We do need some more. So
3: yeah. Yeah.
0: Just so one like, quick literally comment. We've
3: driven the... 70% of the journey. Let's, let's, let's get yeah. the other 30% exactly. now. Uh, one so, comment so here this... from,
0: the ma- from the man himself, Bob Spur. Hey, <laughs> no morning, one's Superman. been called out this time. Good afternoon. You beautifully average looking people. Okay. Everyone's uh, been called out there. Massive day for Spurs tomorrow. Big day for me personally too. Hope to good meet luck, you there, Bob. Good I've luck. i met you before both going to the game. It'd be great to meet you there before or after the game. Um, But yeah, uh Bobby, uh, h- h- how do you think the Champions League and this World Cup uh, will affect the squad? Obviously, like Kuva said there, if we don't get more in, then we could be struggling with injuries or whatever. But if we can get a couple more in, obviously helps us for... The inevitable fatigue or injuries or, 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 or what have you. And I think Brian, you said on, on Bobby's channel that the uh, Champions League group stage is normally finished uh, December, but because of this World Cup it's now November. So Earlier. that's beginning, a lot beginning of, of
1: beginning of November.
0: Yeah, and that's a lot of uh, weekend, weekday, facts. weekend, yeah. weekday. So yeah, How do you think Conte will manage the rotation and their five subs obviously in the league? Do you think he'll use all of them to rest players if the game's done? Or do you think it'll be a kind of different way that he uses them?
3: Well, Chris, you know what? The good thing is now, basically, like Kuva touched on already, we actually have options. We have the ability to have five subs. We have the ability to use two subs or three subs and, and cover every single position except for Dyers. But we are one or two injuries away from being short in our squad which means we still currently need more reinforcements you brought up a point regarding uh, again the you know we've all discussed this we know this world cup being right in the middle of the season kind of thing that's going to throw everybody off i honestly think it'd be smart business for us to start looking at players that are of of high profile that aren't on clubs or aren't national teams that are going to be going to the world cup like like a guy like Holland, you know what I mean? Mm. They're not going to the World Cup, so and he's a world class player. He's going to be rested. He's going to get to sit back. He's going to come back. He's gonna, he's going to be fresh, ready to go. He I think he after the World Cup is really going to light it up. I think before then he's going to just have that adjustment period, and I think somebody like that. So I think we should look at players like that, if possible, for our own personal situation, so that we can not risk injuries while we have. Because Scrinier would be a dead. perfect
0: one, wouldn't it? He's Italian, isn't he? And they uh, shockingly got knocked out of the group stage. So is, no he, is, crutch he's he's... Oh, is he Scrinier? Is he Italian? No. no, he's not, is he? No, he's so we... not. He's Serbian, I thought. Yeah. No, he's
3: not. <laughs> yeah.
0: I've, I've seen him wearing an Inter Milan shirt, Inter Milan, and in Italian. So yeah, to yeah, yeah. be You know, no one buys yeah. foreign
3: players anymore. <laughs> no, but you know what? They you, a lot of these guys, they move <laughs> over to countries, they change their citizenship and stuff, right? Yeah. Depending that's on that's right. I'm played, probably so thinking of Bastoni. It Bersoni. could be possible, he's, right?
0: he's Italian, but obviously Bastoni is, yes, sailed. yeah.
2: It's 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 not one of those surnames where you instantly recognise it as part of the country. Like he's not a natural Swede, like uh, Ibrahimovic.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, how, how do you think he'll, he'll rotate? Sarcasm. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, how, how do you think he'll rotate the squad, uh, Bobby? Uh, with yeah, these I, Champions League games and World Cup,
3: I, I you know what? At the situation. end of the day, it he has to rotate the squad. That's not an option. That's that just has to be done. We're gonna have injuries. We're gonna have fatigue. We're gonna have players going down. We need to keep everything fresh as possible. What I think he's gonna have a hard time dealing with now. Is actually keeping the players happy. Like Brian touched on already, only De Bruyne have played 30 games for City. And nobody complained. Our players, like Kane, are used to playing 50 games, you know, because we put him in every single competition. So is he gonna all of a sudden be griping that he's not starting a game? He's coming off with 30 minutes left, 40 minutes left potentially. You know, are these things that are gonna set into his psyche and and upset him or is he going to are him and Sonny going to be smart enough to realize that we're getting up there in years now you know it's time for us to to take the breaks when we get them kind of thing and let our body reset and re-energize and get re you know reconditioned for the game that we've got three gate three days from now again you know so
0: I I, I don't think they'll be too upset you know because uh it's Conte. Conte's a winner. Conte wins things. The, the reason Man City players don't get upset is because Pep are winning Pep trophies and they get trophies. And and Kane may be upset about you know not not not. I want to play as much as possible to get Jimmy Greaves record. But like Coover said, when we win the quadruple, he's in enough. Competition he's not going to care. Do that anyway. But that's what I'm
3: saying. We have to win though. Once we win yeah. something, that'll take off all that pressure. It'll take yeah. off the bad vibes and everything. But I'm just concerned about discontent and and. You know, poison basically coming into the dressing room and people getting unsettled because we're trying to build towards something and get to a goal and achieve something. So I'm just worried about how Conte is going to manage that because, again, he comes off as a my way or the highway kind of guy. And I'm concerned if somebody comes to him, be it even a sunny hurricane and says, look, hey, I don't want to come off with a half hour to go and him turn around and say, well, you're going to do what I say I'm the manager and things think are gonna run my ways, so I just hope, hope that, that doesn't man happen.
0: There. Yeah, I think he's probably got a bit more about him of man management there rather behind I hope closed so. doors that we don't so. see rather than tough yeah. Go home. Uh, yeah, I I first I, I, I hope I hope you're right. As well. I think the players will understand as well.
1: Listen, they have to, and if they don't, tough fucking luck.
0: <laughs> yeah but
1: tough fucking luck means you, you, sour you, you, you grapes,
3: you, you, you pissed off players. This is,
1: I, I keep hearing how are we gonna keep Harry Kane happy? How are, are they gonna be pissed off? Well, good, get pissed off because you've had it eight years where you've been overplayed and over undervalued, because you just play, play, play. That's that's not how it goes. You earn your place because you play well. You earn your place and you come off because the guy's protecting you, or you're not having a good game. And if you get pissed off then that, that shows you're not a, a team player. That shows you're in it for the for, for the Personal glory personal and yeah. it, it, Enough of... We've got to stop saying, because we haven't had this strength in depth or or this quality to come on, the, the, I think we're the only team that say, right, when that first 11's out, no one can touch it. Everyone says, our first 11 could beat the crap out of anyone. Our first 11, our first 11, in what world? We're not back in the 80s where there was only two subs... and, like, literally everyone played 90 minutes unless there was an injury. And when I say injury, I mean your legs falling off because these were men that would just play one with anything. Um, Enough. Enough of saying, um, oh, but I'm the best, I'm this. No. Conte's there. He gets paid the big bucks. Do I believe Conte can do stuff with his method? If he takes Kane off with half an hour to go, am I going to go, what are you doing? I'm going to go, oh, wait a minute. You've won quite a few league titles and domestic cups in your time. I think you know what you're doing, mate. We haven't won a trophy since 2008. I want what he's doing, so I couldn't give a flying monkeys. Um, what, what, uh, what, what people saying about? Oh, are the players going to be happy or how is cut? Con- no, piss off.
0: Carl Simpson here says if Kane and Son want to win, they have to, in reality, they have to realize that they don't play every game. It's about the athletes. on the And maybe Kane wants a rest. Maybe he gets fed up playing literally every single game every season because he's absolutely shattered come the end yeah. of the season. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I don't think there'll be any issues there. Certainly if we're winning games, it's. Same with Mourinho. Mourinho's way of playing football is horrible, but if you're winning games, you accept it. If you're not winning games, then it goes out the window. If you're coming off with half hour to go every game, not being able to score goals, but you're winning games, you don't really care. You don't really care. Uh, but yeah, Coover, uh, moving on to the last kind of point now before we uh, wrap up. The uh, Southampton game, how will the game pan out for you? Uh, Bobby said he wanted uh, Tottenham to go all guns blazing. I'm of the same opinion. The, the fans will be. Right up for this, so it's our job to keep them singing and keep them shouting, and then hopefully we can give a real statement to the rest of the league about what we're about this season. But uh, in reality, it's possibly not going to be that way. Southampton obviously will have something to say about that. How, how do you think the game will pan out, and and what will your, be your predictions? Even though you've kind of already announced that you've been swayed by Bob Spur to a full one.
2: Um, right, well, I'm I'm expecting uh, Southampton to come out furiously, trying to swarm all over us because that's their, that is their style, high press, high intensity. Um, I think I would have preferred if Busuma was starting for us because he's an instant remedy to a lot of that. I think we're going to have to try and match them a bit for that because uh, otherwise they'll they'll get their foot into the game and uh, if if they can sneak a goal during that time, they'll they'll be difficult to uh, break down. But I don't think they have that cutting edge now. Like, like I said earlier, with uh, Brojo going out to the team, they've they've added to their creativity from midfield, but they've also lost that um, ability to do something with it. Um, so uh, so I, I think it's going to be a cagey game. I think it's going to be furiously played out. But then eventually the quality we have will come into it and I think it, it's it's the likelihood for me it'll be the introduction of the that type of player like Perisic, where we would struggle at some point. It'll pop up with something. I'll just get this feeling. There'll be, wow, uh, we couldn't break Southampton down last season during this bit, and so Perisic comes up with something pure quality. Kane puts it away, because why not? I'm, I'm, I'm going to go for a, a, a Kane hat-trick and a Sonny with the other one. Perisic with a couple of assists, Kolesevski with a couple of of assists. That'll be uh, that'll be a good one for me. And they yeah, go with the four-one because it's Bob. So I'm, yeah. I'm I'm expecting very very furious start, but then when the quality takes over, the goals start coming in.
0: Yeah, well, on this show, I, I can't give prediction score prediction because it's tempting to fake too much, and every time I've done it in the past, we've <laughs> lost. So what I'll say is just a result. I think we'll win, uh, but. With our defence, I think we'll probably concede a goal. But, yeah, I I just want a statement to come out. You know, this is what we're about this season. We're not here to make numbers up. We're not here to piss about. And and that starts for me by coming out quickly. Regardless of how Southampton play, coming out quickly, have a few shots, keep the crowd shouting. Uh, But, Bobby, uh, how do you think the game will pan out? We know you want the same kind of thing, uh, all guns blazing from Spurs from the start. But how do you think it will pan out? What are your predictions for the game?
3: Well, I'm not going to be as negative as Kuva was. Um,
0: you know, <laughs> he said I, four I, one. I, that's fairly positive. I, I know, so
3: so negative. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to uh, do the one up thing because that's a traditional cultural thing that we do here. It's the Indian way. I'm gonna go five one.
2: Right, five 5-0.
3: <laughs> what? Uh, 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 Six nil. <laughs> um, no. Uh, to infinity. I, I'll I'll steal from Little K there. Uh, I took Chris's infinity points. No, I honestly think that because we're coming off, we're coming off a high. We ended the season on a high. We're we're in a good vibe right now. The sun is shining on on Tottenham Stadium. Uh, the team has improved. We've brought in players that are going to challenge for starting spots. Um, we're we're not complete. We're not fully there yet, but we are on the right track. We're on the right road. We're going. Everything pointing in the right direction. I think we're going to come out. With that 12th man power, uh, and I, I really think that we're going to really, really take the game to them. I think they're that, they're, that they lost their attacking front man, that they're going to be not as difficult for us to kind of hold back as long as the, the back three can stay tight and our, our midfield stays right in front of them and we don't let them come in past pretty much anything af- after as soon as they come in our half basically start shutting it down immediately i think we'll be able to do that and then push the game right back towards them on the counter we've got the pace to do it um yeah i'm 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 going to go very optimistic i think we can easily easily three nil
1: Excellent, and uh, you went up. You went up to five one, and now you're going down to three nil. <laughs> I know because I was just
3: being um, that, that was more out of spite and everything like that. And then I realised that that Kuva and me are sharing the same last name now, so I, I shouldn't be picking fights with family. So
0: <laughs> from K M Hong here, goals are great, but we can't keep a clean sheet. Semi failure, in my opinion, we win every game three two. Couldn't care less, but uh, obviously yeah. I know what you mean. There, we need to keep a clean sheet if you want to win leagues and trophies. Uh, but Brian, uh, how will the game pan out, and what are your predictions?
1: Well, the game's gonna pan out exactly how we want it because this bad boy's coming back out. <laughs> this <laughs> bad boy's coming back out. So did you, uh, did you get the sauce out of it?
3: Is the stain still there? Or is it? <laughs> uh, I was there. I was there that
1: day. Saw that. Uh, I thought a poll when everyone was oh, like, "Do happened. not touch that shirt." You can't. And I was like, "Okay, okay, all right, all right." Um, so it's not been touched as people know I'm a man of my word. I'm actually going, I'm actually going 4-0. I'm actually going that we've uh, we've let goals in. This is how optimistic I am this season. We've been letting goals in, in pre-season to, to be a false sense of security. We're actually all <laughs> shape, and we're like, let's concede during pre-season, people think our oh, shit, yeah, and then just lock it down. Um, I just think you know what? Whether you agree with the players that we've signed are quality or not. Whether you agree that the money could have been spent better or not, we spent money, we spent it early. All right, Richardson is suspended, but I can't remember a season where Spurs fans are actually thinking the manager's in place. He has been back. Whether we agree, Conte's obviously happy he's still there. And I just think there is a brand new sense of optimism. And always the first game of the season is always a, a great, a great, uh, Time to go back to the to go back to the last. I was about to say go back to the yard. Go, well, it is, but but go back to the lane. Um, um, and uh, yeah, I was just saying, the Scotland Yard is going to be packed and buzzing. White Hart Lane is going to be packed and buzzing. All the pubs and everything uh, is going to be buzzing. And uh, it's just a shame you guys don't get to watch it live on TV unless you have other ways of doing it because it's not a a featured game. Um, but yeah, we 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 we. I, I'm going four nil,
0: Excellent, yeah, and uh, I'd rather us concede all of those goals in pre-season rather in games that actually matter. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, I I do worry about the set pieces, though. We looked very susceptible to that last season, and again, don't don't
2: worry about that. If we concede a goal, let's just go and score another.
0: Yeah, but I think we've got enough firepower to to be able to put teams away. And and like I said, if we win every game three two, we win the league. So I'm not that bothered, but I do understand that. We can't keep looking at clean sheets; it's a semi-failure. But yeah, uh, be amazing to start the season again. Amazing to start with a win at, at home. Keep that crowd optimism carried on for, for how however long we can. And if we can follow that up with a win at Stamford Bridge as well, I mean that would be the big, big. Oh,
1: that Eddie Howe signed a new long-term contract at Newcastle. Yeah, he's doing well there. He is. I, I, when we, I, I would have rather him than Nuno, in all honesty.
3: But All then he might have done would have well. We wouldn't have got exactly. Yeah. 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 No,
1: there's, that. there's that. There is that. Obviously, I wouldn't change anything now. But I'm saying if we hadn't done what we did, then uh, then I would I would have preferred Eddie Howe over, over yeah. Luna.
2: There's a few managers that don't get the credit they deserve because they were in a team that was struggling. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah, Chris yeah.
2: Wilder's another one. I think brilliant manager he is.
0: Sean Dykes as well did wonders for Burnley for yep. how many years. Uh, but yeah, I... But yeah, as long as we can get a win long as we can get a win, we get the three points And if we can follow it up with Chelsea Absolutely superb, but if we can get a statement Win tomorrow, even better Get some of the new boys on, get them some game time If, Like Coover like said uh, You can get Perisic with a couple of assists it Really fires him in, in If we can get Basuma on Even though the injury kind of uh, Concern I guess is the right word If we can get him on get him in, involved in Premier League games as well. It's a bit it's just a shame that we can't do the same with Charlison because of the suspension. But, you know, it's not really his fault. He was trying to chuck a bottle 100 metres up out of the stadium. Uh, that's <laughs> I love that excuse that Everton gave. But anyway, <laughs> uh, but yeah, we pretty much reached the end. Uh, all unanimous with a Spurs win. Jamie pretty as well. 3-1 up all the way from Manila. Thanks so much there for up, watching. Jamie. really appreciate it. Um, yeah, and it just remains for me to say... uh Thanks to all my guests and uh, two debuts, as I say, and one uh, first appearance of the season. Uh, But Kuva, I know you're not on any channel yourself, although that's about to change, I think, this Saturday with uh, uh, the the man below you. But I know you wanted to come on and and talk about Bob Spur because he's got a a brilliant uh, initiative for the NHS and you're on that channel quite a lot. Uh,
2: We nearly said it now. Um, Yeah, it's just a continuation for the charity drive that Bob Spur was doing on on Bob Spur TV, um, trying to raise money for uh, the Princess Alexandra Hospital in Harlow. Um, And uh, obviously, Bob being in the coma over Christmas twice, literally NHS has saved his life. Uh, Saved his life in other times as well. I mean, uh, it's such an undervalued commodity we have in this country it should be the NHS used to be the flagship of, of this country it used to be the envy of the world and it's easy to forget that and we shouldn't uh, so raising a bit of money for them trying to pit, hit the 3,000 pound mark before the 12th of August which is the cutoff point at which point uh, Bob will a week later go be going to um, hand a check over to uh, uh, to the hospital and Hopefully, get to the three thousand because it gets doubled up by, by a very generous collection of people that said they will do such such a, a, a great uh, gesture. Um, so that that three thousand, hopefully, we get it turns into six thousand. What a lovely check that is to give to a hospital, yeah, big up the NHS and big up Bob Spur on Saturday night, ten forty five uh, in the wall. Um, other than that, I'll leave Bobby K to advertise the other part. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to be on.
0: And Coover uh, uh, doing the uh, 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 segue for me. Bobby, uh, three Spurs boys your channel, but you've got another show coming up with the man above you, Coover, there.
3: Well, I don't know. If he's going to leave me to hold the bag and do all the work, I don't know how this is going <laughs> to work out if this is how this is starting. <laughs> yeah, Sunday night, me and Coover are going to go live, just have our little weekend wrap-up kind of thing. Uh, I've been trying to think of something to do with the show, um, you know, and – uh, when when you can get the, the, the biggest dog in, in, in the yard to come on your side and, and, and join you. And I had the the, the the godfather himself here start the channel over here with us. So, you know, I, I'm surrounded by royalty. And I'm so lucky and blessed in this community with the friends I've made and have. And uh, all because of that fellow over there, there, that decided to get me hooked here. And I love doing it. So I'm really looking forward. Me and Kuva are going to have our weekend wrap-up thing on Sunday nights. Uh, the boys will be doing their little post game thing. Uh, they'll have a little post game show popping out tomorrow, actually, with the fellow right beside you there, uh, underneath you, Chris. There. So, uh, yeah, Three Spurs Boys is the channel name. Uh, Kuva and the gang will be a little something. Uh, we, I don't know if Kuva, if we're just going to run it off Three Spurs Boys, if we, you want to start we something, we, we, we have, we're we're doing. Doing, <laughs> we're still to talk about this. <laughs> we don't know what we're doing, and that's the beauty of it. We're just going to kind of go out there, have a little bit of fun, but. um uh, from my understanding, I know uh, me and Kuva said we're running off three Spurs boys, so for now we'll we'll stick with that. Uh, three Spurs boys, get on over. We had this brilliant, brilliant show yesterday uh, with this lovely guy named Chris from Let's Talk Tottenham. He also actually comes from a show called Chris's Magic, so if you guys missed that, get on over, check it out. He comes on, does three tricks for us, and has the kids going... <laughs> <laughs> and uh it was the best it was just it, it was awesome it was great chris thank you for joining us yesterday it was really, oh, no really a good my time. pleasure really good fun yep. And we still we, – we, we want to see the, the the Marvel trick like 17 more times live on screen, <laughs> on big screen, so we can sit there and analyze it because well, all three never of do, us are determined never to the figure out how, how you do twice. it.
0: Twice. You never do the same trick twice.
3: We're determined to figure out how you do it. Yeah. It's awesome. But thank you for that, man. Thank you oh, so no much. No
0: problem. It's my pleasure. And, uh, Jamie, uh, the, the link for Bobby K's channel is in the description. So if you uh, go into this video, open up the description. It's nice, at the baby. bottom. Uh, but also, as well, whatever Kuva and uh, Bobby decide on the, the Kuva and the Gang show – Both of their Twitter handles are in the description as well. So give them a follow and then you'll be notified uh, whenever whatever they decide whatever they decide yeah if
3: i and, learn uh, to use twitter you'll get the notification <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: and uh brian uh your show what's it called again a tour of tottenham a <laughs> uh, uh, tottenham on tour of course. Really. Uh, really. yeah uh, people don't need an introduction uh, to where that is they should know that already but for people who are new to the channel or living under a rock uh where can they find it and what?
1: yeah uh, they, 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 they can find us at tottenham on tour uh there's a lot of new stuff coming. Uh, we're actually uh, lucky to have a few people now that are going to help us out with match day content, which is something we've never done. So we're certainly new. There's actually quite a lot of new things coming our way, but there's two things I want to mention right now, which is one, after this, get over to Ben Kaufman's show because he has a big announcement that he's going to announce. Um, and it's definitely, it's uh, it's something very, very interesting and something brand new and people are going to love it. So go over to Ben Kaufman, the coffee guy company's uh stream that will be starting shortly. And secondly, there's a brand new show appearing on We Are Tottenham TV tonight and will be every single Friday. And it will be called The Late Late Spurs Show with the boys from Tottenham on tour. So basically, we are doing a show for the boys on Tottenham. On, uh, we Are Tottenham TV, they do so much work for everyone during the day UK time, but obviously. They're not doing anything at night. So uh, we are going to be doing a show. It's starting at 6 p.m. tonight, my time, 11 p.m. UK time. It's only going to be an hour because Brian Island's got uh, something to do. It wasn't meant to start at 5, but the boys need to do something. Um, but as of next week, it will be at 1 a.m. your time, 8 p.m. our time, which is the main aim to get the West Coast, Australia, and blah, 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 blah. Um, and we're, It's going to basically be a carbon copy of Good Morning Tottenham, which I'm about to leave here and jump straight on. Um, so, yeah, it started tonight at 6 p.m. my time, 11 p.m. UK time. But every Friday there will be a late, late Tottenham show uh, all the way from Toronto with the boys from Tottenham on Tour.
0: Excellent. And uh, you know the link by now, but it is in the description as well. uh, uh I have to click more. Uh, so much written on these descriptions. Brian, I so I click on, on more and Tottenham then it's at the bottom. Yeah. Uh, cheers, right. cheers, Brian. Cheers, and, uh, yeah, uh, looking forward to tomorrow. Hopefully meet Bob Spur for the first time. Yourself, Coover, if, if you're going, and a few others. Uh, I imagine number eight, Bar, that's uh, the one right next to the stadium. But, uh, yeah, but as long as we get the win, happy days, happy days. And, uh, yes, all that remains for me to say is uh, thanks to Coover, to Bobby, and to Brian as well, and all of you for watching and all of your comments and the likes. Please hit the subscribe. Please hit the like if you haven't done already, if you're watching on the... Uh, replay and then get over to Bobby's channel, hit the subscribe, hit the likes on the channels that you watch and Tottenham on Tour as well and make sure on Sunday you watch Coover and the Gang, the new show from uh, uh, Bobby and Coover and yeah, as always come come on you Spurs! Come on you Spurs!
3: Thanks for having us Chris.
0: Thank you so much for watching, and to everybody who joined in the live chat. Before you go, please leave a like. Please hit the subscribe button and the notification bell. It's all free, and you'll be notified when we go live. Anyone who missed the live stream can still watch the replay on YouTube. And any comments, questions, or suggestions on the comments there. For anyone listening to the audio-only podcast, thank you so much for listening. Anyone who wants that podcast you can get that wherever you get your podcast from. Turn it to me. Go to our Twitter or Instagram page on the screen. We'll be back on Monday on the Hotspur Hood YouTube channel. Give them a subscribe. We're there at half 7pm UK time. We're on this channel, Let's Talk Tottenham, 12.30pm UK time again on Fridays. Until then, come on you Spurs!